Hey guys, and welcome to episode 51 of the Garage Athlete Show. It's myself and Dan in a hot, humid... It's, uh, I'm, I'm getting a bit fed up of this humidity now. I don't mind the heat and the sun. It's just... Uh, look, if I just go there, I look fucking jacked out of my mind. Look, I'm so strong. Oh, but then we won't <laughs> no look at traps. the gut. We won't, we won't look... Yeah. You see, here's my theory. I don't train traps. And I probably never will. Because I never felt I needed to. Mine kind of grow anyway. Yeah. And here's the thing. Can you have what's the crack with traps and bodybuilding i feel i look still like a rugby player like i'm like this and i'm thinking if i was to spend time training traps maybe i should spend time doing something else to balance out my physique a bit more what do you think don the bodybuilding king um it's one of those things i think you've done a lot of heavy pulling which naturally will build up your traps i don't know if you have um ever had it so i find it with female lifters uh all the time so they've got really short clavicles as soon as you start getting them deadlifting like their traps just pop up out of nowhere um just because they're they're involving their entire kind of like posterior chain so i think if you've naturally got shorter clavicles you'll find that it's easier you just have to deadlift and then your traps just kind of like pop up whereas for me I'm quite short, but like my clavicle bones are quite long. So it's taken me a long time to get any sort of trap like thing. Like I just had no, when I played rugby, I just, I've got a really big bone where the, I can't remember the names of the acromion process or whatever that's here. It always used to stick out loads. It's only just starting to disappear now after like 10 years of, training shoulders to try and put some muscle on there so you see to me that's like that that's i know exactly the look you're talking about and to me i'm like that is just like the telltale side of someone that maybe isn't i don't really be a bit of dick but like not a strength focused athlete or someone that's compressed a lot but has been more focused on dieting but you can really see it where it's just like the shoulder bone sticking out like yeah. all about it. i just think it just looks naff i'm like if you can like you like it's not yours isn't visible now it's like build that muscle on top of it it just looks yeah so much fucking better and if we're talking purely aesthetics and what you know same sex opposite sex like time and time again it's shoulders 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 so if you've got them little bony shoulders mate come on you need, you need big set of shoulders for people to grab onto you right yeah <laughs> <laughs> says the man i look like i'm naked right now i'm not actually wearing much clothes i've got a pair of shorts and i'm sitting in the garage because oh. i just finished training I've got the limited edition home gym oh stringer going on. Mate, that's nice. I know. So I was saying to me and Jay, we're just having a conversation. So obviously he's, he's doing these t-shirts and I was trying to convince him to like, let me launch a product. So I was like, let me do it. And he was umming and ahhing about it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get some testers made. Um, went online, got some, and then we put out the, the feelers of who likes vests. And turns out nobody likes frigging stringers. So I was like, screw you guys. I've got two for myself. You can have your tank tops. I'm going to have this. It's fine. <laughs> it's because it screams of Jim Shark and yeah. wannabe Instagram model. That's why. And uh, 
you got I guess you got back yourself with the physique to wear it. But uh, I don't own any strings. I own any strings. I'm a big fan at the moment because I'm back into fucking metal music, like heavy, heavy music again. And the look is, you got to cut your sleeves off. You've got to do it in a certain. You've got to do it in a certain way. So it's not just the same. But you're like kind of do this like some people call it down to an art form where they can do it really well with the cuts. But I'm learning as I go. But if if you go too there far, there is a video on YouTube by Joe DeFranco. Um, I'm gonna get it. Up. Basically, the key is to turn it inside out before you cut it, and then when you cut it, the rolls like roll inside, so then it's really really neat. He shows you like how to do the cuts and everything properly. So I've got a couple of t-shirts that I've I've cut into uh, tank. Well, yeah, essentially tank tops because basically tank the t-shirts top. were far too big. And I was just like, fuck this, you can't see the gains. So I cut the sleeves off. Oh, mate, I've got one here. How to, I'll watch this one first from Caffeine and Kilos. Nice. Nothing remotely similar to Barbells and Beans. <laughs> uh, and they've got how to cut the t shirt off. Hang on, hurry up. Fucking YouTube out. Do you know what? I'm this YouTube close. I'm this close to buying YouTube premium, whatever it's called, because the adverts are just killing me. And this is, <laughs> they do it on purpose, but they're just, they're relentless. Oh, yeah. And now, and like, so I've, um, there's a couple of podcasts that I listen to on YouTube that are only on YouTube. And every, it's like an hour long show, but every like 15 minutes, there's that two break thingy. And I'll be like, yeah. I'll be driving. I'm like, I can't even skip it because I'm driving. <laughs> Yeah, like, ah, yeah, I mean, they, of course, they're, they're doing it on purpose, right? Because they want you to pay for premium. But my God, it's annoying. Like, it's just... Well, we watched something on ITV player. Um, how was it? Marcella. Like, Natalie's into those murder mystery, like, cop shows. But on yeah. ITV player, you get, like, proper ad breaks where it's three minutes of adverts. Like, on we've the, not watched three minutes of adverts... So it's like, you know, like on normal telly where you'd get like three minutes of adverts. But yeah. like, because ev- we record everything, we watch everything on Netflix. So like, I'm ended up like, ended up on my phone because it's 10 adverts. Each advert's 30 seconds. It's like, what? how did we ever put up with so much like time in between shows before you could record it and fast forward them? I was, yeah, I was thinking the other day, right? Like, I completely forgot I had a TV license. Like it's just one of those things you pay, isn't it? Well, I'm, yeah. I'm sure most people pay or not. But I was just like, I don't even watch the BBC. Like, do I need one? You have to if you watch anything live. So even if you're on your laptop and watch like yeah. football live, you have to pay a TV license. Oh, do you they're, remember gonna they, get, do, they're gonna get rid of it soon. 100%. I hope so, man. It's just fucking shit. But do you remember uh, when streaming first came out and all the kids at uni? We're just like, well, I obviously don't need a TV, and they just watched everything streamed. And then suddenly, the, I think the BBC were like, "Oh crap, uh, yeah, you need TV." And that's so I was like, oh, "Of course you well, do." Man. They'd send all those things to the uni halls, and basically, people were just like, "Just don't pay it." Like, they have to one, they have to come and ask your permission to come in to search your property. Say, <laughs> no, no. Just, just be like, no. I've got a girl. Yeah, you're right. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, do you, do you now? Do, do you now? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Big man at Udio. No comment. Nah, <laughs> does Nat listen to the podcast as well? Are you being all shy? No, she she knows about my sordid past. 
my sordid past uh, back in the I'm day. Just completely open. The thing is, like the the girlfriend I had before this, I didn't tell her, but then she found out from my friends, and it became like a massive argument of like, well, why did you lie to me? Why did you need to cover it up? Blah blah blah. And I was like, because I didn't want to have this <laughs> that's going on right now. <laughs> So with that, I was just honest, and she was just like, "Okay." <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Sure. When, when's the crack with your wedding then? When's that happening? April next year, April fourteenth. So we've the venue we've got for like different tiers in terms of like the cost. So like, if you get married between January and May, it's like the cheapest rate. May, June, July is the most expensive. Then August, September, October is also quite expensive. And then like November, December. Yeah, they're in three month blocks, basically. We're in the first block. And then like Monday to Thursday is one rate. Friday is one rate. Saturday is one rate. And Sunday is one rate. Like Saturday and Sunday being the most expensive. We've gone for the Thursday before Easter. So... All our guests get a five-day weekend. So they've got a day off for the wedding, Good Friday, then Saturday, Easter Sunday, and then Bank Holiday Monday. So we were just like, yeah, we'll give you a five-day weekend. It's fine. Uh, and it works out as the cheapest because it's on a Thursday in April. So Natalie uh, was very, very clever when she thought of that. However, whether we are going to be out of lockdown by then is going to be, or oh, sorry, not out of lockdown, just out of measures by then is is yet to be seen i'm not sure april April next year oh my god i think i'll jump off a bridge if we're not i don't know i don't it's one of those things with them if you remember when we first went into measures it was like right three weeks to flatten the curve and then it was just to see out this next bit and then it was right you just got to wait until christmas you need to get christmas out of the way and then new year out of the way and then it's told just March again to, and they just keep, it's, it's one of those things if they say, right, we're going to be in and out of lockdown for five years, everybody would be rioting. Whereas with them, yep, just this, just this next little bit, you just need to stay calm and just keep going for this next little bit. And it keeps the masses subdued. But well, maybe we need to get a fucking riot going because I don't want to be about that life in no. fucking every few months i'm gonna fucking burn something down i can't uh, see you as a writing type <laughs> uh, yeah i might do i might do right but, okay question <laughs> moving on rioting looting what is the first shop you go for this is a good question i'll go oh. I go raid the middle aisle a little. <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you, mate. I went, I went, uh, I went there today, right? Picked up a couple of tomahawk steaks, right, for Father's Day. You know, boom, yeah. treat myself and all that. Uh, you, you do you, hun. But then uh, there was an advert, right, for <laughs> it. What can be described as like an underwater. Uh, like jet like handheld yes, that you hold. I know what you're on about. Yeah, so you like, like yeah, what? the kid. They're designed for kids, but again, you can use Are them. They but but yeah, like, you just you hang on to them underneath the water, and it's like you're a mermaid essentially. Yeah, basically, it blew my mind. I was like, 
I didn't know I wanted that, but now I can't think of anything else. Like, they <laughs> this got me is what the, uh... the home gym group is for me. Like <sighs> things appear on there, and I'm just like, I didn't even know that existed five minutes ago, and now I must have it. <laughs> Mate, I'm like, I, I need it. Like, I, it just looks so cool. But then there's another like rattan garden. Uh, fuck, there's a mosquito on my garage. I'm fucking kill that little bastard. Um, there's a a rattan furniture set I want to buy. There, there was a TV the other day. I was like, I'll have that. There was even a welder, mate. You could buy a welder in the middle of Like you, if you wanted to, could buy that welder for 75 quid, Parkside, of course, and build yourself a rack, mate. Put it together. Boom. Yeah. All thanks to little. And then you can get the rest of your tools there. I'm sure they probably sell some, I don't know. They do. At different times of the year, they sell tools. And Aldi as well. Aldi have got the same thing. You see, I prefer the middle aisle of Little. Like, I live basically next to Little. I think it takes me like five minutes to walk to one. But, I've, you know, I I you can, <laughs> I you live five minutes from a Little and 10 minutes from an Aldi. So you can tell it's, it's competitive around here. And they know it. So Little have brought out coupons. And they brought out like an app as well. So I think they're ahead of the curve because they're sort of getting you before you get there. You know, the um, the guys who own Little and Aldi are brothers. Hey, what, like a kind yeah. of um, Puma and Adidas? Ger- they're German brothers, yeah. I swear, Puma and Adidas are brothers, right? Uh, yes, I think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've just Googled it. Brothers, and then it's Brothers Nazi. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, but, oh, cool. Yeah, mate, I just like, do you know what we talk about? Like, you know, like income, you get this in the home gyms, like Rogue, um, you know, Primal, Muscle Squad, that kind of thing. Like serious brand loyalty. Like people just love the brands. They're, yeah. they're, they're kind of, you're almost like, in a position to buy before you even know it like you're primed yeah. to sell everything's warm it's like it's like they're like your mates sitting in your house and they're like oh man yeah. you should buy this and you're like yeah yeah go on i buy that so i am a serious and i think like deadly serious brand advocate of the german supermarket to mm-hmm. the point that i would probably wear their clothes like if if i could get hold of a little like polo shirt i would wear it just like that house and shit. In fact, people were, oh, I wonder if there's any, I'm going to check if there's any, people are selling little shoes. Like you can get hold of little uh, uh, shoes on the internet. I think it was in Germany's, uh, they were selling them. But I was like, oh, can you imagine? <laughs> they're like, oh. Wait, can, uh, can I open your um, messenger? I'll send them to you. Can you imagine rocking around uh, your local, you know, gym or wherever you go? Wearing a pair of little sneaks. Look at this, man. I'm just sending to a messenger. Hang on. Nice. Yeah, they're in the colours and everything. It's outrageous. But I guess I wonder if they've got a good size. If they do, I'm buying it now. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> you have to put those on Instagram if you buy the. Uh... Uh... Some little trainers. Size of the... Oh no, they've got them in 11. Oh, 11 and a half. Squeeze that might fit. Nah, you know, I've, I've made this mistake before. I'm a, I'm a solid 47. I'm not a Euro 46. I've, I've made this mistake. Oh, they're half a size too small. Oh no. Mate, 40 quid. I'd buy that. Look at them hot sneaks, mate. <laughs> Box fresh and that. I'm, I don't spend forty uh, quid on Nike sneakers. So. Oh, mate! Speaking, uh, 
they all make they sold for 13 euros originally. 13. And now they're going and yeah, now they're going for 50 quid on eBay. Someone's put them up for like 600 quid, but they're having a joke. Whereas um, yeah. on eBay, they go for like 30 quid. Wow. But, um, yeah, I'm basically like just ready to buy. But then I'll tell you about the troll of my inflatable kayak. No. Like basically, I'm desperate for an inflatable kayak. Uh, Lidl will sell this inflatable kayak for 40 quid, two person. I've got a lake like less than a mile from my house. I could be on that lake at one with the swans. <laughs> you, I was going to say you do you do like a good swans checking in. Oh, mate. they're still there, mate. We got we got five. We're all there. Mum, dad, five swans are all good. But then I was like. I need that little kayak. But then I went to three different littles in the area and they're all sold out. I was devastated. But like people get in there and of course they've all whack them on eBay for like twice the price and all that crap. But this year I'm going to be ahead of the curve. And I've already told Mads that I'm not parenting that morning. I'm standing outside little at 7am ready for opening (laughs) to get that kayak. Because I'm not not having this again. I can't take the disappointment. I've been like, like, I go to the shop and I ask them, have you got that kayak yet? Can you let me know when it's in? And they look at me like I'm a mental person. <laughs> and they're like, come on, uh, like, what do you want about? Like, we don't know. We only found out the way before. I'm like, you're lying to me. Tell me when the kayak's coming in. <laughs> and of course, you're wearing a mask as well. So you have to get like real close to be like, when's the ca- when you have a kayak? Tell me when the kayak's coming. And they just think I'm a freak. And I was like, seriously, if that kayak comes in and you don't tell me, it's going to be it's gonna be problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to speak to the manager. I need one putting aside. Oh, they, they won't do that, but I'll, I'll find a way. Like, I'm quite friendly with one of the chaps in there. I'm sure it'll hook me up. I was like, mate, when you put them out, don't, 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 uh, don't put it out. But, um, yeah, I need that kayak. It was like when I bought my barbecue, I literally had to, like, fight off grannies and, like, dudes to get it. I was sprinted to the end of the middle aisle to get my barbecue. <laughs> Brilliant. It was amazing. Yeah. It sounds it. Spe- speaking of which, I've been going on a freaking steak rampage recently. Like, my neighbour very kindly hooked me up because, um, We've got a miller and carter down the road and mm. it had to close for two weeks because it got um, a positive test. Right. So no they steak. were, they, yeah, they were chucking out all the steaks. So <laughs> in like four or five days, I've eaten three T-bone steaks from like miller nice. and carter just at home. And it's been like absolutely sensational. Were they already um, marinated and everything that they put them in? There? No, what it is a dry brine them. So there's a few videos on YouTube about it. We did, you, if you, this is a good tip actually for anyone with a good thick, it doesn't work so well with thin cut steaks. Because um, as Chris found out with the moderators, when you do a thin cut steak it, and use table salt, which is really fine, it absorbs it like too much and it just becomes like a big salt fest. Whereas you've got to use that uh, like Malden salt, that um, flaky salt. Yeah. Yeah, get a big thick cut of steak, as thick as you can find basically, cover in that salt, put it on a cooling rack, leave it in your fridge for 24 hours. And it almost comes out like dry aged. Like it gets rid of all the moisture of the meat and draws it back into the meat, or back into inside of it. So when you're um, cooking it, you get a really nice crust so it gives that really nice um, crust with a great steak and it's super juicy and like i'll never go back to not doing that the <laughs> of my wife because i currently have a tomahawk about that thick marinating but um it's worth it absolutely it's sensational um oh, i need to drink actually you've reminded me i don't drink enough water in fact i could probably well, get like two liters right this now. is the third one of these i've had today so far oh do you know what when you drink water and you i i salt my water do you, do you use tablets or anything like that so i put in the first two liters i'll put um 
you know, the effervescent vitamin tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll pop those in and um, a bit of table salt. And then it's just water after that. I normally only drink four litres, but in this heat, it's, norm- it's, it's been closer to five, six. I, mean, I think I drink like a litre a day. I need, I need to sort that out. I'm terrible for dehydration. But I've noticed when you drink tonnes of water um, from not drinking it, it, you just like drop like two kilos straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Which is obviously good if you just want some quick weight loss. But um, it's key in this heat. Like really, like, I know we talked about it in the group about sowing your water, a bit of fructose. You know, like, uh, did your mum ever make you that for when you played like rugby or things like that? Or it was like, Orange juice watered down with a bit of salt. They just used to bring Lucasade, which is exactly the same thing. Lucasade, mate. Do you remember like? Oh, there was a period of time. Yes, when everyone went nuts for Lucasade and like Powerades and like because because I was in like canneries and stuff, it was always like floating around just bottles and bottles and bottles of it. So we used to just Mm. neck it all the time. Even as like kids training, I was like. Don't think taking in this amount of sugar for just sitting around is good for us. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. I mean, great for during lifting, but not so much um, just for around uh, walking around the training ground. But, um, uh, Lucas, yeah. like, God, I haven't one of those. It went, oh, what was it? I think it was, I can't remember what tournament it was that like Powerade like sponsored and then it just went massive. Um, and Powerade's owned by Coca Cola, so you know that it's yeah. got a lot of sugar in it. And it was bright blue. Like, how anybody thought something that was bright blue in colour was probably going to be good for them. Like, yeah, but that was it. The flavour was like, it was just blue, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, that was the flavour, blue. Oh, speaking of Coke, do you see something that like Ronaldo did? He, like, moved yeah. a couple of Coke bowls, and apparently the share price has gone down by, like, four billion or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. What happened? The cat is literally oh. massacring. I've already taken... A, he's brought five mice tonight. Uh, God, he's a savage. Absolutely. Oh, he's sat. He's eating it. Oh, for God's sake! At least he's eating it. Like I don't have to go and clean it up. And, yeah, he's he's killed and brought in five. Not in. He's sat outside the window now, munching on this mouse. That's brutal. Like I don't know what we're doing. We're feeding him the right amount, but he's just constantly hungry. Like constantly asking for food, and now he's going out and massive we live right next to basically a farmer's field so there is a lot of field mouse field mice out there for him to go and munch on and he's doing his best to eat them all uh, i didn't want a cat i wanted a dog and natalie made us get a cat and now she hates the cat and i'm just like well we can't get rid of him now because i don't believe in that so we're stuck yeah. with a cat that just brings dead things all the time fights constantly is not very good at it so i call him scarface because literally he's got scars all over his nose like brutal just bullies the dog as well Jeez, yeah cats so are shit, man. we hit two thousand plays on yeah. anchor so mate to our tens of listeners that listen to us on repeat thank you so much <laughs> yes we are absolutely ecstatic and we just want to say a big thank you to everybody who uh tunes in each week to myself dan and rachel just chatting shit really for an hour at a time 
Um, yeah, massive, massive thank you to everybody who tunes in. Whether I think the majority of them are in the home gym group, but there are, I know there's a few that aren't. So yeah, massive thank you to everyone who does listen every week. So I think we wanted to cover because obviously it's a hot topic in the group at the moment. It's strategies when weight loss stalls. So. For those that don't know, if you haven't been listening for the past couple of weeks, we are running a group training um, program. It's about 30 individuals in there. And I'd say the majority of them are trying to lose body fat, um, probably trying to build some muscle at the same time. And because we're about three weeks in now, we're starting to see the initial weight loss. So when you get a structure, get some accountability and move more, you will start losing body weight. You will start losing body fat like very, very quickly. We've had it range from, I think the most I've heard somebody's lost is about seven kilos. And then we've had other people that have just started yeah. to stall now. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a hot topic at the moment of like what to do when weight loss stalls. So I'm going to let Dan start on this one and then I can put my five pence in. Yeah, so whatever diet you do, there's going to be a point when you're going to have to change things. You're going to have to make something change because your body's going to try and achieve its homeostasis. So it's always going to be wanting to balance itself out where it doesn't want to make any changes. So when you're dieting, there will become a point where your body just kind of halts and it just stops. It could be for a number of reasons, but... Sometimes it happens because, uh, as we said, uh, as I said, I hate that expression, um, it, because your body doesn't want to change anymore. It's like, stat, I'm not moving. So what you have to do is look at strategies to sort that out. So there's two ways of looking at it. You can either add something in or you can take something away. So we, you know, we had this discussion the other day because we were looking at strategies to use with people. Uh, for example, this week I've had two or three of my guys stall or stop for various reasons. And I've given a few different solutions for the same problem. So fellas are stalled, they're not losing fat anymore, or they uh, start, you know, stop. So what do we do? So we'll look at case A. So this chap has been dieting previously before we started um, okay. for a while. For a while, so you know he says he stopped. You know, seems relatively fit, healthy, training you know four times a week. You know, ten k steps a day, easy, getting sleep in. That's all covered. Um, but he's stalled. Um, but his calories are already fairly low for the training amount he's doing so knowing that his previous history of dieting you know dieting before we started and where he's at i've actually decided to increase his calories only slightly you know we're not talking like you know giving making him have a mcdonald's a day or so we're talking like maybe a couple of hundred calories yeah but at the effort to just bump his metabolism up a little bit more and i want to see what happens in a week and i'm you know pretty much almost put money on he's going to lose fat because I've seen it happen quite a few times and uh, he's going to get the ball rolling again so sometimes when you've been dieting for quite a while you know normally 
normally once you get past about 12 weeks, about 12 to 16 week mark, that's when things start getting a bit sticky, when you start getting in danger of muscle loss and problems start happening for, you know, relatively lean people trying to lose fat. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you've got a shit ton of weight to lose, you can probably diet for a, a year straight and be relatively okay. But even then I would put in diet breaks, you know, but that's a, you know, something else we talk about. So yeah, I'm going to, is uh, the calories have bumped up a bit. So with the effort of, you know, boosting their metabolism a bit, you know, Lane Norton's talked about this, you know, over and over and over again on YouTube, there's tons of uh, videos on it, reverse dieting. Um, and I think it could be a good solution uh, for them. And then, you know, we'll look at someone else who is relatively light, you know, a lot going on in their lives, pretty stressful. They haven't changed. Um, body weight um they're still training consistently sleep is an issue but there's nothing they can do about you know life kids work happens so instead of i think i'm going to leave calories where they are because i've got a feeling there's some recomping going on um just knowing this guy's training uh history and background i'm gonna say not to change things too quick because it's certainly been two weeks and I think there's um, the fact they're lifting a lot more regularly now. Protein's gone way up. And there's, you know, they're, they're being very consistent. I think there'll be some body comp changes going on. You know, this, you know, this um, person's like relatively light. So, you know, getting too much smaller for their, you know, height, size, all that kind of stuff, I don't think would be the best idea. So I think we're going to park on it, leave it another couple of weeks and see what happens. And then I've got, uh, say, someone else who is stalled. So normally I would reduce calories, like bring them down. But we had a conversation the other day and, you know, bear in mind, you've been through prep, you know, we both do this, I do fat loss, you do fat loss, but I'm always looking, you know, what, you know, that white belt mentality, better ways to do things. And instead it was like, okay, well, why don't we add something in? I was like, okay, I, I like that. You know, I like, I like that um, tool of adding things in instead of just thinking I'm only going to train four times a week and uh, walk do my steps and then the only change I'm going to make a diet. Why don't we, it might be more mentally uh, easier, more rewarding. I'm not sure what the word is to say, look, instead of taking something away, I'm just going to put in an extra cardio session, 20 minutes a hit, half an hour of um, walking. You know, you did an article the other day on, uh, was it recharge about that? You know, we can just add something in you know, it's up to you, which you want to choose, um, which, which suits you. So there you go. And then it's like, okay, well, that's another tall tick. So instead of saying, yeah, we're going to throw five sessions of cardio extra, you, we get a walk all the time. We're going to get that way off. It's like, no, we'll just put in one. So you go from there. Then we can make a baby two, keep it there. If that then installs, then we've got the option of calorie reduction down the road. So yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah. Um, probably very, very similar to, what would be my train of thought in in those situations as well so yeah if somebody had been dieting for a long period of time before they came to me would always say to them so yeah take a diet break before starting which they probably should have done but again we can say so, these things when, when we say diet break i don't think we mean go crazy and eat yeah, everything in the world binge, but yeah. yeah so diet break so when i'm working with clients like one-to-one normally I'll diet them for somewhere between 12 to 16 weeks, depending on how mentally strong they are. And also we te I, I try to tie a diet break in with like an event that's happening. So if it's their birthday, if they're going on holiday or somewhere where actually having a few extra calories 
would probably help them out just because in the past they hadn't done that gave somebody a diet break they then had like their brother their their birthday the week after that and then their brother's birthday the week after that so they ended up doing like a three-week diet break because it just all went out the window so i was like right we need to tie in these events now so what i normally do if somebody's been dieting for like 12 weeks as i say to them like right you've got one like free evening so take the night off tracking 100% like go out for a meal go and make an occasion of it but don't go to like an all you can eat buffet <clears throat> excuse me where you're going to eat like four or five thousand calories because that's going to undo a lot of the work that we've done but go and have a nice meal have a pudding if you've been like denying yourself sugar for like 12 weeks have a beer if that's kind of what you want and notice I'm saying have a a singular <laughs> so I, I, yeah i don't understand what you're saying i don't know what well, you're saying yeah don't just be sensible with it don't go mental with it if you eat an extra 500 calories again it's not going to do you any harm you're probably just going to refill all those glycogen stores that we've been draining for the past 12 weeks and then for anywhere from 5 to 14 days after that will bump up their calories anywhere from 10 to 20 percent so if they went into that week having just done a big drop i'll normally bump it up closer to the 20 percent. so what i'll say to them is like right we're going into this final week if i see you've had a big drop and you've been working really really hard you'll get more calories in your diet break if we are plateauing off we're probably going to be closer to that 10 percent mark so i really need you to dig in deep just because it normally gets a little bit more off just before they go into a diet break and then yeah we'll bump their calories up between somewhere between 10 and 20 percent and they'll stay there for anywhere, as I said, from five to 14 days. Normally, at around the seven-day mark, that client is then going, right, what's the next phase? Are we going into, are we going to start dieting again? I really want to get back on it, or I want to go into a building phase, or what, whatever that next phase of training is, they're, they're ready to go after about seven days, just because they've had a bit of a mental break. Some people take longer, some people have less. So that's how I would structure a diet break, as you, as you said. And a lot of people, especially if they've got a lot of weight to lose, they try and do it all in one go. And that's a big mistake that they make is they just then burn out at that 16-week mark. They lose uh, momentum. They lose faith in the, progress, in the process. They fall off the wagon and they overeat their way back up to the where they kind of started like very, very quickly. They don't have enough time to actually repair the metabolic damage that they've done from dieting for 12 to 16 weeks. So they'll put all the weight back on in four weeks and then they need to diet again. But their needs in terms of calories are still lower. So they then have to diet on even lower calories. And this is where like yo-yo dieting over time can really, really fuck with somebody's ability to lose body fat and why you can end up finding like guys and girls on like a thousand calories a day but they just don't seem to be able to drop any weight and it's because they've spent so long in a deficit that their body's just mm. fucked so with mm. those guys the best thing to do is actually feed them like for, for a few months like i've sometimes got some of my best results by increasing somebody's food for like three months and then going into a, a dieting phase when they have got like over 2,000 calories, over 3,000 calories to be playing with. In terms of the guys that I've checked in this week, most of my guys have continued to lose again. I think 
the people that came in were just in better places kind of when they started. They weren't running deficits, etc. Just having that structure, having that accountability, doing the four sessions a week, like it's just what doesn't happen is what most people do is they train relatively hard. They eat relatively well Monday to Friday and then on the weekends they just hit the fuck it button and just Uh, they undo all the work that they've done because they're just in that state of balance and that's why they're slowly putting weight on. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, I'm on there as well. And like, my my, my wife calls me out on it a lot and she's totally right. Like, all the time. Like, yeah, it's just you do great during the week and then every, like, come Friday night, I'm like, right, just start. It's like, geez, I need to you know and i know this it's it's tough like i need to the the thing is it's the same for me in off season like i will put weight on and when i don't have a coach it it isn't good quality weight either Mm -hmm. um like Mm -hmm. i know for a fact like if i need to be ready for a deadline i just have to have that accountability of a coach like i know how to run a deficit i know how to train I just need that person where I'm filling in that form and that person's checking in on me to check that I'm doing what I'm saying I'm doing. I could, to be honest, I could just hire, I could just get one of my mates to just right, <laughs> send this form and keep me accountable and probably cost me less money. But um, so yeah, the, the major changes that um, for the guys that have stalled for me has been increasing activity. So um, we added in, like, for people to put their average steps on this week. That's something that wasn't on the first week's uh, check-in form that we added in to week two. So we can see where people's activity are. So it's either increasing steps by, like, I think 2,000 steps I was aiming for, or, as you said, throwing in a singular session of cardio. So um, I think it was either two bouts of 30 minutes steady state like with the heart rate between 130 and 140 or a 40 minute hit session or yeah I think that's what it was um just because again we've got eight weeks it's short sharp like if somebody was with me and I knew I was going to be coaching them for six months I probably wouldn't jump straight in at an hour of cardio. We'd have probably tapered it up slightly more, but these guys have stalled while whereas everybody else has continued to lose. So we need to have that little bit more of a kickstart into the system rather than just kind of the gentle pushes that we've kind of been doing so far. Um, but as Dan mentioned before, like I'm all, I'm a believer in, I want to keep food as high as possible for as long as possible. I'd rather get you moving more, especially while everybody's got like body fat to lose. You've got energy there stored. So we want to keep your like energy in as high as we can and slowly increase the energy out until it's not really viable to increase the energy out. Or yeah, we just pull a few calories. If somebody's was eating 2,000 calories before they came into this challenge. We bumped them up to 2,500 and they start losing and then they stop. It's very easy to pull those calories kind of like back out. But yeah, I'd always, before pulling food, I always try to get them doing either more steps or just get jump them on a bike if they don't have enough time to be doing more steps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think cardio has became like a dirty word a couple of years ago. 
like you, the only way to get lean with the new flexible dieting lifestyle was weight only, and that was it. And it's like, yeah, but people started um, running some serious deficits as well. But like, mm. I don't just think cardio is good for fat loss it does a lot more for you as well in terms of heart yeah. recovery i mean the research is now saying i think it's always been saying don't worry about interfering with your gains do your cardio it's, if you can if you've got the time to do it yes i mean if you're you know say a bodybuilder or powerlifter and you have to train five times a week but you can only get into the gym to powerlift do powerlift but for most people you know feel fit feeling a bit better if you have the option to train you know that fifth day or sixth day throwing a cardio session it's like just a bit of hit it doesn't even have to be complicated just get the heart rate up it's so good for you and like and i swear that stuff just stays with you when you when you really have it for a while like i don't do too much these days but I, but I would back myself in a couple of sessions purely from the years of doing it from rugby and all that like it's still kind of in the background i mean yeah i'm not nowhere as fit as i used to be but i'm sure i could still get there if needed to be but in terms of like longevity yeah get your cardio on one of the first things they said to me with my back was you need to get some steady state cardio and just keep the blood moving um oxygenate oxygenate the blood and get it moving around your body it really helps recovery so i was like all right it's it's one of the best things you can do for your recovery as well (sighs) just it's just get blood moving through the systems that sore um i managed to get a really good deal on like i've looked up my spin bike so if i tried to sell my spin bike now I'd be looking at asking, well, in lockdown, people were asking like five, six hundred pounds for it. I managed to pick it up for like 75 quid off um, Facebook Marketplace in the good old days before everything, mm-hmm. before gym equipment was like fucking rocking horse shit. Um, but yeah, somebody clearly got that from like a gym that was closing down. Like it's a proper, a proper like heavy duty spin bike. I was like, I saw that come up. It was in Sleaford, which is a, 30 minute drive away i was like nah i'm borrowing your car <laughs> i'm off to get this i'm not letting this one pass me off because i bought one of those like shitty spin bikes that are, like 100 quid off something like very or something and literally as i was on it i was like this feels like it's gonna fall apart <laughs> like <laughs> even at like 80 kilos i was like if anybody got on this and they were 100 kilos like i would not be trusting it um yeah kills you now are you Gucci? Even? Oh, my, it's my um, my coccyx. I come off that spin bike after like 40, 45 minutes on it, and I've hey got now. the gel seat on it. I've got the I've got another thing that sits on it, and yeah, just my coccyx are just like you know, you know, what they say but <laughs> <laughs> but bodybuilders, you know, large coccyx. Oh, okay. <laughs> Black guys in their large cock sex. Cock sex. Cock sex? Such a That's definitely right. That leads us into the right. uh, final point. So, about what? About Don and his cock sex. Yeah. Cock sex. <laughs> We were trying to think of a way to commemorate us hitting the 2000 downloads mark and we think we should make a t-shirt for the podcast. Now we should think about it. If we put all of the podcasts in one place, you could say, like, because it's like, you know, loads of tracks, it'd be an album, right? Yeah. So we could have an anal bum party. 
<laughs> Dan and Don's anal bum party. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Dan and Don's anal bum party. Design your own T-shirt. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, guys, we need you to give us your favourite quotes from the show. So anything um, that either myself, Dan, or Rachel has said that has particularly resonated with you that would fit well on a T-shirt. And you need to either go to the Instagram, which is uh, the Garage Athlete Show on Instagram, and uh, I will put a, as I put this episode out, I will put the, uh, the T-shirt competition quote thing there. So go and comment underneath it. If we don't remember saying what you say that we've said, we may ask you which episode it was on. So it's going to be testing your knowledge. And this just gives all the new listeners, like if you want to go back and listen to some of our amazing episodes, because there's over 50 of them now. There's over 50 hours of content of myself and Dan and Rachel just filling your ears full of garage gym knowledge. Filling your ears with lots of knowledge. I mean, hopefully you've learned something because I've learned some things from the guests we've had on and we've had a lovely time. You know, we've had some lovely guests and we've all had a lovely time. So, (laughs) yeah, that's... (laughs) And that is where we're going to end it. Mints, right. Peace out. You can right. find me on the Instas at Barbells and Beans. You can find me on Facebook at Dan Frazier. I think I'm Dan Frazier one. I don't know. Whatever, you know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm private or not. Uh, you can find me there. You can find me hanging out in the dungeon of Home Gym UK. And you can find me. I want to do a trip to Somerset soon and tour the cider fields because I'm bloody love cider at the moment. Uh, that's another thing. Little do a great cider, by the way. So yeah, that, that's where you can find me. Yeah. I can't wait till I can drink. I've had like one beer in since I started prep, which was in January, something like yeah, that. You've done awesome, mate. You've you've um, really done well. Really so fun. yeah, you can find me at DGPT on both Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, we will see you guys next week. Take a Bye. Bye.